At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. It's a silver linings edition of the HHC after preseason game number two. Hornets fall 122-97 to against the Indiana Pacers. It was the home opener at Spectrum Center. Great to see the fans. Great to see the staff, everyone, back in the building again. But would have been a little bit better if the Hornets had come away with the victory. We'll give you our takeaways, pick our silver linings players from last night's contest, and talk to you a little bit about an upcoming event at Spectrum Center this weekend that we'd love for you to be a part of. It's Purple and Teal Day. Details coming up later in this podcast. Helping me on all these topics, he's my producer on the Hornets Radio Network as well as the producer of this fine podcast, Rob Longo, back with us again. Rob, Hornets fall to the Pacers, 122-97. to Once again, the final score is a bit lopsided. Once again, the score doesn't matter. It's preseason. They're going to reset all of this in uh, less than, what, two weeks' time? So it really doesn't make a difference. But in terms of the feel exiting the building, the feel around the team in the locker room, obviously better to win than lose. And there have been two lopsided losses now in the first two efforts of preseason play. I've got a lot of positives to take from this one, but before I get to my uh, teal-colored glasses, if you will, what are your thoughts on this game? Well, I mean, there's a a lot of different routes you can take at this. If you kind of composite the first two two preseason games together a little bit in that aspect. I mean, because they're kind of similar games. I mean, they're both blowout losses as much as it hurts for us to say that. That's what they are when you look at the scoreboard. But again, they're two different results, I think, because of that, if that makes sense. It probably doesn't make sense because I'm just rambling. But what I'm trying to say is when you look at the Boston loss, it was more of just the offense was not very good the entire game. When you look at the game last night, yeah, the offense wasn't great. 
but the starters were basically going neck and neck with Indiana starters. When it got to a little bit of the deeper bench for the Hornets, that's when things started to falter a little bit. So that's what I'm trying to say in that regard. So when I look at this game and when I take away from this game is you have to realize you have to take a step back and you just have to realize there's a lot of things going on right now. You got a new coaching regime. You got basically a new offense in there. Of course, you know, LaMelo Ball is still the focal point of this team. And of course, guys like Terry Rozier and PJ Washington. And, you know, obviously a lot of people are coming back from last year, but that doesn't matter when you're changing the offense. It's still going to take some time to have everything kind of mesh together. And that's something that Mason Plumley talked about after the game is it's just going to take some time. I think that there's there's a lot of buy-in from the players to what coach is getting us to do you know he's come in with some some points of emphasis from from his standpoint and I think that there's there's a great effort from the team to to adapt to that right he wants more pick and roll right so we're we're getting into more pick and roll like and and I think when that happens there's a natural like I don't want to say hesitation, but but you're just thinking a little more it's not it's not instinct so you know when we get that back like you'll see you know PJ Kelly, Mello, Terry, all the guys hitting shots, getting to their spots. Like we're we're gonna be fine. It kind of reminds me of the time when I was taking my SAT, and you're so used to writing. Uh-oh. You're, you're you're so used to writing, you know, normal letters, uh-huh. and then you get to a point where there's like this little disclaimer, and you have to write it in cursive. And you, if you haven't wrote, written in cursive in a while, it takes you a second to remember what the letters look like when you're doing it. I'm afraid this is a reference that's dated from from me to you because I don't remember doing that at all, and probably dated from you. Well, because I mean, people don't it. even know cursive anymore. I don't. How many sure. people can sign their name? So I mean, it's one of those things where you've done it in the past, but it's going to take some time to get used to because you just haven't been doing it every day, and that's kind of what is happening right now with the offense. I think he kind of made it across the finish line with that reference. So I'll did. take it. I'll take it. I, I'm honestly, I'm not worried about the offense. I think this team is gifted. They are missing a couple of major pieces to their rotation, and that's going to sort itself out. I'm really not concerned about the offense. This team is not going to shoot 20%, 15% from three in back-to-back games very often during the season. Now, there is still an adjustment that's taking place, and, and it's going to take time for them to figure out how to play the way head coach Steve Clifford wants them to, to accentuate the best qualities of this team. And it's just going to take some time. But overall, I look at this game and I focus in on the players who are really going to have an impact for sure, 100%. Not ones that maybe are going to make the rotation, maybe not. Not ones that are going to fill in in case of injuries. Guys that are absolutely, positively, without any shadow of a doubt, going to be in the top eight, night in, night out. The ones that we can recognize are all in the starting five right now for the Hornets. And when you focus in on those players compared to the Pacers starters, who presumably are going to hold similar roles, the Hornets outscored them, 62-45. to 45. And yes, the Hornets starters played a few more minutes than the Pacers did, but even if you look at points per minute, the Hornets starters did better than the Pacers starters. So you extrapolate that over an entire 48-minute game, not going as far down into the bench, seeing more run for guys like LaMelo Ball and Terry Rozier and Mason Plumley, who played well, and on and on and on, and this would have been a Hornets win. The fact is, it's preseason, so slightly different focus here for the team. All that being said, Charlotte didn't win a quarter until the fourth quarter. Uh, there was a period of time where Terry Rozier was out there against kind of the mid to back end of the bench players for the Pacers, and I think Terry looked good overall, regardless of who he played against, particularly once his shot really started to fall into form in the second half. But you can poke at some of these things around the edges and say there's still some work to be done. The Hornets did, after all, lose by 25 points. Head coach Steve Clifford talked about that after the game. There are some things he wants to
wants to work on. But overall, this fix is not months or weeks away. He thinks it could be days away from this team really getting to the level of play he wants them at and most importantly, getting to winning basketball. Yeah, I think, I mean, as much as anything, I just think we have to get more organized with starting, to be honest, with our offensive transition and our, obviously our defensive transition, which is, you know, our biggest problem. Um, and those are things you can fix in one day. You know, there were some in the, you know, we had probably like a six or seven minute stretch in the third quarter where I felt like we played better. Um, thought Terry, you know, uh, played well. And, yeah, but we just got to be so that, you know, right now we just give so many possessions away, you know. And uh, I guess any team in this league, you know, that's the name of the game. And that's the big thing that this team can can clean up quickly. Some of the turnovers, some of the hit-ahead passes, not just on transition plays. There were a couple of inbounds plays where the Pacers just threw it somehow behind the defense. Those things can happen. But overall, when you're looking at the level of play here from Charlotte, the starters, the guys who are definitely going to be in the rotation, it's looking pretty good. They hung with the defending Eastern Conference champion Celtics. I would argue they outplayed the this year's Pacers starting five, and it's just as you get deeper and deeper into the bench, some of these teams, the two teams the Hornets have played, Celtics have almost all veteran NBA players at the end of their bench, even in this preseason period where there's 20 guys. Similar story for the Pacers. They're not all world beaters necessarily, but there's guys who have played significant time in the NBA at the end of the Pacers bench. They're going up against rookies. That is still an opportunity for the Hornets rookies, but in terms of experience, there's a disadvantage there. So I'm not concerned still after two games despite two lopsided efforts, but there's definitely room for some work here for Charlotte after this 122-97 to loss. All that said, we'll find the silver linings to this one. Our pick for star of the game for the Hornets despite the loss. That's coming up after this quick break here on the Hornets Hivecast. I could have gotten my hearing aids anywhere, but going to a doctor who could find a set that fit my lifestyle was a good idea. Music sounds as clear now as when I listen to it on cassette tapes. Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates offers a wide variety of hearing aids. With affordable pricing and credit options, our patients can find hearing care that is right for them. Hear like you once did. Call 704-295-3000 to schedule an appointment. Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates. They just make sense. Sam Farber and Rob Longo here with you on the HHC, the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates. Hornets fell to the Indiana Pacers yesterday, 122-97. to All right, Rob Longo, it's time to pick our silver linings. You get to go first, and Rob rules are in effect. I can't pick the same player as you. I guess I'm going to go with the leading scorer for the Hornets. That was Terry Rozier. 2.05 left here in the first quarter. Hornets throw the lob. JT Thor on the reception from Terry Rozier, and he drops down a Dr. Pepper dunk. Mjolnir making an early appearance from JT Thor, the god of thunder, makes it a nine-point game once again. So it's more of a JT Thor highlight, but the reason I picked Terry from yesterday's game is, yeah, he had 18 points. I don't want to say it was a quiet 18, but I guess it was an 18 that we should expect from Terry just because of what he's been able to do in the past. 5 of 11 shooting, 3 for 8 beyond the arc, which is... Well, it was better for if you take a look at what the Hornets were able to do in total shooting, just a little bit under 21% from three-point land. So the fact that Terry was three of eight is a lot better. Five or six on his free throws, three rebounds. The five assists, and I know we talked about it last year when there were times where he started seeing 
point guard minutes with the second unit a little bit out there on the floor at times. He talked about, he said he likes to pass. He had a triple-double the one game. He can do it, but the fact that he's starting to do it more often and more consistent is something that I'm really looking forward to from Terry Rozier because it's one thing when you have a guy like LaMelo Ball that can pass the ball. Of course, Terry Rozier's in that two spot. He's the one that's supposed to make all the baskets, but the fact that he is a double threat, well, I guess the triple threat if you really wanted to use a basketball term, but the fact that he can score and he can pass, it just makes him that much more viable, that much more dangerous. So that's why I liked seeing Terry Rozier yesterday as my silver lining from last night's game. Never a bad thing to pick the leading scorer. Terry Rozier, we said it after the first game, said it going into the second game of preseason. It's not a matter of can he knock down threes. We all know he can. He's already one of the most prolific three-point shooters in Hornets history. Just nice to see the ball go through the bucket. And he did that second half. He really shot the ball well. Ends up going three of eight from beyond the arc. 18 points on the day leads all scorers in the loss to the Indiana Pacers. My silver lining, I'm going to go with the big man. I'm going with Mason Plumley. Lob here, LaMelo to Mason Plumley. Lays it in plus the contact. Oh, how did he find him? LaMelo ball running the lob play. Plumley running through contact and able to finish plus the foul. LaMelo Ball gets the assist on that play, one of seven he had in the game. But I'm picking out Mason Plumley for a couple of reasons. Didn't shoot the ball great, three of ten. He actually talked about it after the game, how he didn't quite finish at the rim at the level he felt he should have. But two of three at the free throw line, big positive there. He has nine rebounds to go with eight points. Most importantly, plus three in the plus minus. This is a guy who is going to be leaned upon to make winning plays. It's not all about does he score 20 points in any individual game? Is he rebounding 15, 20 boards? That's not exactly what you're looking for with Plumley. It's all about are you winning the minutes when he's on the floor? And he's matched up quite a bit in this one against Miles Turner as well as some other centers that the Pacers were throwing at him, and he won his minutes, and that's what you're looking for. So there are other positive players, no doubt about it. I thought P.J. Washington much, much much better game two compared to game one in terms of confidence shooting the basketball and just seeing it go through the cylinder. LaMelo was outstanding, but he always is. 12 points, five boards, seven assists. I thought he looked really, really good out there. Kelly Oubre Jr. almost had a double-double with 11 points and nine rebounds, but Mason Plumley often, uh, his stat line gets overlooked. Last night, he almost had a double-double and just overall looked strong out there in the center position. Well, and that's something that we talked about last year when Mason was in Detroit the year prior. He was averaging a double-double. Again, that was a different Pistons team. That it was didn't a have bad a, Pistons team. I was trying to be nice. <laughs> it was a, a Pistons team that was different from the Hornets. Last year, Mason's job was go down there, get some rebounds, box out, and see what happens. He wasn't looked at as a viable scorer. Now, with what Mason said in our first segment that I just wanted to touch on is if they're running a little bit more screen and roll, maybe this is an opportunity to see a double-double Mason Plumley. I'm not going to say he has to get to a double-double every night, but it might be a little bit more of a more often occurrence that we see this season rather than last season. Almost had one last night. Eight points, nine rebounds. Solid effort. Again, he won his minutes. Hornets, though, lost the game 122-97. to Next up for the Hornets, they're going to play the Boston Celtics on Friday tomorrow. That one will be at the Greensboro Coliseum. Tickets still available. Go to Hornets.com for all the details. Next home event for the Hornets is actually not a game. It's Purple and Teal Day. We're going to talk about some of the details on that when we return here on the Hornets Hivecast. Hey Hornets fans, I'm Gordon Hayward, inviting you to the Spectrum Center this Sunday, October 9th for Purple and Teal Day, presented by Honeywell. Gives it up to Hayward, straightaway three is good. Gordon Hayward connecting early. Watch me and your Charlotte Hornets as we prepare for the new season. The event is free, but you must have a ticket to enter. For ticket information, go to Hornets.com or the Hornets mobile app. 
Doors open at 1230, and the first 1,000 fans get a free t-shirt. My teammates and I can't wait to see you at Spectrum Center on Sunday for Purple and Teal Day, presented by Honeywell. Sam Farber and Rob Longo here with you on the Hornets Hivecast. Tomorrow we will have our preview for round two between the Hornets and the Celtics. That game will be played at the Greensboro Coliseum. Tickets are available at Hornets.com. Next home game for Charlotte will be on Monday. They'll host the Washington Wizards. That one tickets are also available for at Hornets.com. But between those two events, the doors will be open at Spectrum Center again on Sunday, October 9th for Purple and Teal Day at the Hive presented by Honeywell. This is a free event. You do have to have a ticket. Go to the Hornets website, hornets.com, ticketmaster.com, or the Hornets app to get yours. But they are free. It's a great event. It's an opportunity to see the team in more of a practice-like setting, see a little dunking, see a little passing, get some interaction time with some of these players, sit in the lower bowl, almost guaranteed. It's just a, a really great event that the team has for the local community. And if you've got particular a young one, who hasn't been to a game before. It's in the middle of the day. You don't have to worry about bedtime. You don't have to worry about staying up late. Uh, it's just a really, really fun event. It's going to include appearances by Hornets legends, Muggsy Bogues, as well as Del Curry, performances by the Honeybees and the Hive Hip Hop crew. It's going to be a lot of fun. Would love to have you there at Spectrum Center Sunday. The event Tips off at 1 p.m. Doors will open at 12.30 for the general public. And the first 1,000 fans in attendance get a free T-shirt as well. So we hope you'll join us at Spectrum Center on Sunday for Purple and Teal Day. Sam, you said it so perfectly. There's a ton of stuff going on in Charlotte this weekend. Not that that's any different from any other weekend. Of course, the Panthers are home. You got the Roval going on up at the Raceway later on, a little bit later on in the day as well. So there's so many things that are going on. We understand that there's so many different ways that you can spend your Sunday afternoon. But again, it's such a great event for families because it's really hard to get the kids to a game late at night. Obviously, you have that problem sometimes with your family, with the young ones. So it's a great time to go out, sit up close and personal, see your Hornets heroes in person. And especially for the a little bit of the, not the older generation, but the, the parents. I'm going to say the parents. You got guys like Del Curry and Muggsy Bogues. You know, some of those original Hornets from the original franchise. It's going to be really cool to see those guys as well. So, so much going on really looking forward to it it's a great way to kind of kick off the season especially after the game in greensboro friday night where you get to see that fan base and you really get to experience basketball in a triad because that is a very basketball heavy area and then you get to come back home and then you get to have an afternoon practice and then the following day you get to wake up and you play another preseason game so just a weekend full of basketball it's going to be really exciting it really will be it'll be a lot of fun you can see the hornets living legends mugsy bogues and del curry as well as the hornets legends in the making including Lamelo ball and the current crop of hornets purple and teal day it is brought to you by honeywell again the doors will open at 12 30 the event tips off at 1 p.m. First thousand fans in attendance get a free T-shirt. There will be performances by the Honeybees and the Hive Hip Hop Crew. Lots of great giveaways throughout the day. The Hornets Fan Shop will be open. It's going to be a lot of fun, and it is absolutely free. You do need a ticket to get in. You can claim yours today by visiting Hornets.com, Ticketmaster.com, or the Hornets app. That's going to do it for this edition of the Hornets Hivecast. Tomorrow we'll have our preview edition for round two between the Hornets and Celtics. Look at where we're hoping to see some improvement, pick our players to watch, so on and so forth. Till next time, for my producer and guest today, Rob Longo, I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you along. We'll talk to you next time right here on the Hornets Hivecast. 
Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit hornets.com.